asking the right questions will unlock your best life. They are the keys to enjoying more clarity, passion, balance, and confidence. Hi, I'm Todd Parker. And I'm Bridget Sampson. We're certified executive and life coaches, communication professors, trainers, consultants, and most importantly, parents. We're also dear friends who love diving into those deep conversations about life, relationships, family, and careers. All things about being a curious and compassionate human on this planet. So please join us, and we know you'll find something valuable that resonates with wherever you are on your journey. Welcome back to the Right Questions podcast. I'm your co-host, Todd Parker. This is episode 22. We are excited for the discussion we're going to have today. I'm just stealing Bridget's thunder because she always says, oh, I'm so excited to have this discussion. So she's not allowed to say that today. How are you today, Bridget? What's happening? I, I can't say I'm excited. I'm thrilled. I am the, our guest today is someone I just love, love, love and adore to pieces. So I'm just so thrilled and really looking forward to this conversation to go in whatever direction that the universe deems it should go. And that's where we're going to go. <laughs> Well, I like I like that setup and I understand what you're saying. I I personally, in thinking about the show today and, and about our guests and about our question, I started thinking about my own past and, you know, the way I was raised and what I've learned. And one thing I can say for certain is that I grew up just to kind of preface where I'm coming from. I grew up the son of parents who were raised Jewish, but very quickly defected and became, they were hippies, like they met, they were at Woodstock together. And then when they came out to LA, my father, you know, was in music business. He got, him and my mother were very much into Buddhism. And so I, I say all that to say I wasn't raised in a religious household. I didn't practice Buddhism, but I was raised in that kind of setting with some Eastern philosophy and with just a mindset to be seeking, to always be seeking, to try to find answers. And ultimately, my parents would always say, we're not really religious, but we're very spiritual as a people. And they would always encourage me to figure out for myself, like where my spirituality rested and to keep seeking. So I say that in anticipation of the discussion we're going to have today to just sort of point out my own standpoints, my own background, because it, it matters. For the question today, but before we get to our guest today, I'm going to reveal the question and we're going to quickly find out who we're talking to today. So here's the question. Why invest time in spiritual growth? Why should I or why could I? Why am I gonna? Hopefully by the end of this podcast, invest some time in spiritual growth. That's what we're going to discuss today. Bridget, who's our amazing guest? Today, we are joined by one of my very favorite people on the planet, Sharice Bangs. Sharice is an Ayurvedic yoga therapist. She's a Reiki master, a tarot card reader, an actress, so much more. She's many, many things, and we're going to have a great conversation with her, but let me tell you a little bit about Sharice first. So she hails from the wonderful San Francisco, which we love. Uh, She was born at home to two hippie yogis who I have had the opportunity to meet. Her parents are an amazing musical performing duo, and I've gotten to hear them sing incredible. They're called Heart Dream. We could have a whole, maybe we get them on the podcast sometime. They are amazing. So when it wasn't long before Sharice and her family, when she was little, had a family band and was hanging out at yoga farms and creativity and yoga and spirituality and growth, personal growth and and 
deep reflection have always been a part of Sharice's life from day one. She started dancing when she was three and continued on to acting and modeling. When she moved to Los Angeles, she was in many television shows, films, and even uh, does comedy. She's very, very funny, as well as being an incredible acting talent. And she's deepened her lifelong yoga practice by becoming an Ayurvedic yoga therapist, which was in 2010. She's an international teacher, highly sought after. I have spent many hours in classes being taught by Sharice with groups of of folks, of devotees, devotees who love to learn from her, can't get enough, as well as having many one-on-one deep consultations with Sharice that have profoundly impacted me and changed the course of my life, really, by the practices that I've learned from her. So she does Ayurvedic consultations, yogic consultations, private yoga, meditation classes, sound healing, Reiki, tarot card readings. She is also one of the most incredible moms I have ever known. She is so loving with her son and just the way that I see them interact in the incredible light being that he's becoming in this world, thanks to having both of his parents be these incredibly, I feel, in my opinion, evolved, enlightened yogi, yogis, teachers and spiritual teachers. And, and her husband, Adam, has a podcast. We might not be here without Adam because I was on his podcast, one of the first ones I ever did, Enhanced Living. And he recommended to us the podcast course that we took, the podcast accelerator. So everything happens for a reason. We're all here together. And speaking of spirituality, you reminded me, Todd, as you were talking about your kind of upbringing, I've also always been a seeker, as you know, and am deeply involved in many spiritual practices. I'm also, I have done Reiki one and two. I'm a yoga, a Kriya yoga initiate, many, many spiritual practices that I love. And when you and I first had that coffee that we always talk about, where I said I was never going to have anybody work for me. And you were like, no, no, we'll talk and we'll figure something out here. (laughs) And if you remember, we talked about Eckhart Tolle's book, The Power of Now. And that was it. That was it. I think that day is like, okay, if this guy has read that book and feels the way about it that I do, there's something here. And there's the universe brought us together for a reason. And 10 years later, here we are, although we've been through together professionally and personally. So Sharice is someone who always helps me see those connections and how the fabric of our lives is, you know, even though we have free will and we're making good choices and she's always teaching us about how to make the best choices. I mean, so healthy and clean and pure, but also trusting, having some faith in you know, things happening the way they're meant to. And that there's, there is some kind of divine greater source that we can tap into and trust and, and believe in. And she just radiates so much love. And anyway, I could go on and on and on about she. She's one of my dearest friends on top of all of that. I am blessed and lucky enough to call her a friend that I can reach out to anytime. And I know will be there for me. And I'm going to cry if I don't stop. So I'm going to stop. I might have, I might have left something out, but I'm going to turn it over. Um, and I'm wearing Let's the welcome her. Let's welcome her. Oh, we got to welcome birthday. her. We got to bring her. Welcome. Oh, should we let her talk, maybe? Okay. Welcome. Sharice, yes, welcome. welcome. Thank you guys so much. First, I just want to say, wow, that was incredible. Um, what an introduction. And I'm such a fan of your podcast. I just want to say, like, right at the top, like, the right questions. It's so important. I, as a child, everyone thought I asked so many questions. And I always want to know about people and what's going on about everything. And I just love that you have this podcast because it really does help you to ask the right questions. So thank you. Thank you for that. (laughs) Yeah. And thank you. You know, that's and the question that really, you know, together, but really we're centered on and that you came up with 
today for us to answer is in that space, right? Like that we say the questions are just as important as the answers. So when we look at this question, why invest time in spiritual growth? I think the the first obvious interrogation, right? The first place we got to go is like, Sharice, what do you mean by spiritual growth? And I'm focusing on the spiritual part, then the growth. Okay. Well, first, I feel like I should give a little backstory because Todd, like about your parents, like my parents are very similar. Like I, Bridget said, I was born at home and I grew up Eastern philosophy. My mom's side of the family was Jewish and my dad was Christian. So we celebrated all these wonderful holidays, but my parents would always, you know, bring it back to that spiritual place in terms of like, let's find that line that truth is one, many are the ways, right? So that's how I grew up. I had a guru and that was his saying, truth is one many are the ways. And so I think I always was on that path. Like, what is that truth? You know? And when I went to college, I kind of had a delayed learning experience because I was, I was living in somewhat of a bubble with my parents, you know, just kind of like this happy, you know, spiritual, and I had things going on, but then I realized like, wow, people aren't necessarily on the same page as me. And, you know, like, I'm wanting to discover that. And so for me, I really latched on to some of the greatest books, like, you know, the Celestine Prophecy, the Alchemist and all that. And that's when I really said, yes, this is what I want for my life. And I'm, I'm going to seek more and I'm going to find more. And I realized that the deeper I got with spirituality, the better everything in my life was. And I realized that things are fleeting. There's things that come up for you all the time, right? And something can be perceived as happy or something can be perceived as sad or bad or good. But what you always have for you there is that spiritual connection. And that's always going to be there for you. And I think for me, like I've always wanted to invest more and more time in that on a daily basis, because the more I do that, the more my life is literally just peace all the time. And I think that's what people are looking for in the pursuit of a career and a relationship and anything, right? We want to find that love behind the lover. We want to find that excitement. And that is something that we can have all the time if we realize that it comes from us. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. You, I keep saying radiate, but you radiate that, Cherise. You know, I think people misunderstand sometimes and think, oh, someone like Cherise, she's stunningly beautiful. She's an actress and she's got the perfect life. But we all have challenges and you do too. And it's about what goes deeper than that. Our ability to be, as you said, be, come from love and belief and faith that, you know, that we can, we can tap into something deeper than the things that are happening on the surface. We can be the calm ocean beneath the, the, you know, the waves and the turbulence at the top. And I've seen you be that in my life for all the years that we've been friends and that you've been a great coach and mentor to me. So a question I have is I've spent hours with you learning from you. So I really recommend that people get a session with you or learn from you somehow, take a class with you, whatever it may be. But if you could answer, and this answer might be different today than it would be like, what are your top recommendations for actual practice? Like, because so much of it is mindset, yes. But what you teach us is what practices can we incorporate in our lives? And they're very practical often, you know, that help us to stay in that space that you're talking about and that we see you in so consistently of love and peace and joy and connection and deep service to others. What are some of the practices that, that help us get there? 
Oh my goodness. There are so many. And, and I truly believe that there are practices that work for some people, but that don't work for others. And so part of being an Ayurvedic yoga therapist is I'm able to tell someone's dosha type. And that tells me a little bit about them and how their mindset is just naturally how active they are in the mind or not. And so there are different practices, but some of my favorite is practicing a mantra. So, and that can be different for everybody. You can practice a Vedic mantra, which I love to give to my clients. I'll give them one based on what they're dealing with. If they're starting a new business, I would give them one for that. If they're wanting to get into a relationship, I'd give them one for that. There's one for trying to have a baby. You know, there's all sorts of different Vedic mantras, but it has to feel authentic. That's my biggest thing. It has to feel like I feel and understand what I'm saying. It's not just something I'm saying by rote or that I heard that I should say, no, this feels good to me. And so sometimes I'll just give like an affirmation. We'll just, we'll discover one together almost like, what does this feel good to me? And another thing that I love, and I think it's so important and it boosts confidence and is just doing mirror work, looking in the mirror every day, looking at yourself and saying, I love you. I am love, like just whatever resonates with you. But I work on that with people. But I think that's so important because you really just feel that. And another one, Bridget, that came up and Todd, we were talking about this a little bit too, is looking at the candle, just taking a moment and taking your gaze there so you can, and you know, make your focus super intense laser focus, right? And so you can just put that energy there and that just builds it up for you to be more focused throughout the day. It's actually called Tretika in Ayurveda. And so that's a practice of meditation and mindfulness. And so there's so many different things you can do, but those are little things that you can just add on, you know, just do it for a minute here, a minute there. And then you, you want to increase it because I believe that you are what you do on a daily basis. So you want to find something that you want to do every day. <laughs> That's such a great start, Cherise. I know it was a hard question because there's so much. And I'm so glad you said that you you really adapt to the person. I've learned through you that my type is Vata, which is describes me perfectly, like nonstop brain ideas, high energy, you know, always going, going, going. So I know when you make recommendations, you really understand that about me. And it's always to help me get that that grounding and that centeredness, whether it's you're recommending essential oils, which you also introduced me to essential oils, which is like one of my favorite things in the world. I've always got the diffuser going and I'm using for different energy shifts. And, you know, so the recommendations are always very tailored. It's, and I, I love that. And I, I've learned, like, it's helps me understand other people too, because I've learned about like the kapha type is much more like slower moving and contemplative, you know, and maybe not as much energy. It's like, oh, I really realized just like with true colors or anything we use to deepen our understanding of who we are and who others are and how we can understand each other better and how there's not one, even as a coach, it's helped me. Like there's not one way or solution that's right for everyone. So that's a great start. Any questions about any? I mean, I could go on and on about what Sharice has taught me about oil pulling and meditation and mantras. And oh my gosh, if you want an amazing one, Om Gam Ganapate Namaha, which you can find all kinds of YouTube videos on, which is a prayer to Ganesha to remove obstacles and bring peace. I mean, doing that for a few minutes and doing it with the mala beads, as you taught me, just brings me to a totally different place. But we could go on and on and on. Todd, what questions do you have for Sharice? We'll take turns here because I don't want to dominate. I could. <laughs> well, I always like to think as our listeners, right, and think about questions that they would, would ask our guests. So I was just taking notes about the suggestion, right? Mantra, mirror work, looking at the candle. I have comments and questions about all of them for my own, for myself. And I think like the mantra is interesting from a standpoint of, because we talk about um, identity statements here and 
we talk about morning routines. Like, and I've talked at length about my own morning. We did a whole show on morning routines. And part of mine is my identity statement being outside. And, you know, before the, we went on, Cherise, we were talking about, you know, the idea about the candle and, you know, how I like fire and, you know, sitting on the beach and staring at a fire, camping and things of that nature. So I get all of it. But I think sometimes there's a challenge to, to the idea of like, oh, well, like saying a mantra to myself, what does that really do for me? Like, and why would I, it feels silly. Like, why would I say that to myself like over and over again? And so like to those, to the skeptical mind that says like, why do that? To what end? What's the purpose? What would you say to that? What do you say? Well, if you're talking about Vedic mantras, they go back like thousands of years, right? And so people have been chanting these for years and years and years. So there's that energy. I'm getting the chills now that comes with with it. It's like you're tapping into that, that higher energy, that, that verse, that higher self. And so if that feels right for you, I always love to prescribe that first, because like you said, Todd, like some people are like, well, why should I even say this? Well, if that's how you're feeling, like, let's find something that feels right and authentic for you, because some people are not ready to say, I love you. They're not ready to say that they need to start with something else. Like whatever it is, I want it to feel authentic for the person. So that way they can start to put their toes into the water and then start to immerse themselves, you know? (laughs) Right. Like they have to find what works, whatever the practice, right? There's a variety of methods or practices or exercises for getting to the same goal is what I hear you saying. So what is the goal in all of these practices? So the goal is peace of mind, right? Don't we all want that? And I can tell you just like, from several examples of my life. And I know like there's so many yogis and saints that we all could tap into and talk to about that. Like I love Donna Pani and you guys probably love him too. And, you know, there's different people and there's gurus that, you know, have books out. You know, I'm a big fan of Yogananda and Sankesh Vadas, who I grew up with. And so they all are saying the same thing and maybe coming around in a different way. Right. But it's all the same. And so by doing these practices, I can just tap into that piece at a moment's notice, you know, and I really can. It's because I've been putting the work in. So it's not like you're just going to get it immediately. Maybe you will. There are some people that can literally start doing it. And then like, you know, day one, they're like, I had this vision and, you know, all these things, but it's really about putting the energy into the practice and just seeing, you know, what shows up. I remember an example, Bridget, you know, you're also Kriya. I'm also Kriya. We've been initiated to a a specific type of uh, meditation practice. And one of the things that uh, Richard said, who initiated us, He said that it's like, it's literally like having an ATM machine. It's like you're putting this energy in and the cash just keeps flowing out. Like that's how it feels in terms of like peace of mind, feeling like joy within, feeling that love within. Like these are all the things that are going to come from that. And they come at different times that you have to trust in the process. And another answer to that question, Todd, that came to me as Sharice was talking is I notice it when I am not doing it. (laughs) Like I know... I had a session with Sharice recently because I was feeling off, you know, and as I talked to Sharice and lovingly, like you will never feel an ounce ever of judgment or like you should be doing from Sharice. Like she's just pure judgment free energy. But having this session with her did make me realize I've kind of slipped on my practices. And that's why I was feeling off, you know, because I was like, everything's fine in my life. I don't understand why I'm feeling, you know, I'm not feeling quite 
connected and feeling the same energy and, you know, and just her reminding me of all the practices that we've developed together and that they give me that feeling that you're talking about. Why should you do it? I think there's as much reason to do it for the benefits you get as for what you're going to avoid, <laughs> you know, especially if you're a Vata like me and your mind is going on at all times, you know, like Sharice just reminded me of, which comes from many practices too. And also from Silva meditation, the idea of just saying, cancel clear, cancel clear. If you have thoughts that are really disturbing, like really having a, pra- a mantra or a practice that helps you. So it's not just bringing in all that yummy, juicy spirituality and good feeling. It's like keeping you in a good space because there are going to be negative things that happen and negative thoughts that come up and unexpected challenges. So being in that in that space that Sharice helps us get to helps us to navigate those exactly. things. Well, I hear in everything you're saying and in the practices, mantra, mirror work, looking at a candle, you know, laser focus, telling yourself you love yourself, you know, finding a space where we're calming the mind, right? bringing ourselves into the present. And when we talk about being, being versus the doing that we're constantly often, I should say constantly, but often fully immersed in the doing, that these are practices that we're not always taught, not always encouraged to do as a means of, as I've said in the past, cleansing the mind or just bringing ourselves, bringing ourselves into the moment. What do you think we're missing? And you might even speak to your own self, your own experience, right? What do we miss when we're so, to use the words I just said, stuck in the doing and missing the being, right? Not engaged in these practices and bringing ourselves into the moment. What are we missing? And what have you realized in all of this, like now that you're witnessing in as, cause you talk about this unfolding daily and this slot machine that's paying, you know, millions every day. Like what are the two sides of that? Like, what do we miss and what do we gain? So when you put that energy in, I literally believe that anything and everything is possible. I really do, because you're setting yourself up to be in a place where you know that you have the power to tap into your portable paradise, as Yogananda says. And it's totally true. Like you can be anywhere and you can literally be like, nope, I'm tapping into my portable paradise right now. I'm pulling out some joy. I'm pulling out some peace. I'm pulling out some love. So if you don't have that, right, if you don't have a spiritual practice, you may have these great highs, right? Like where you have, you know, this is amazing and this is happening to me. I just bought this amazing house and this car and my career is, you know, whatever. But then there might come something where you just broke up with somebody or you broke your leg or whatever. It's like, you're going to feel those extremes. You're going to feel that extreme high and you're going to feel that extreme low. When you put the spiritual work in, when you have a daily practice like that, you can come back to that contentment, right? A lot faster, right? For example, I sprained my ankle. I haven't really told anybody. I sprained my ankle earlier this year, right? And it was bad. It was really bad. If, if, you, if you're somebody that doesn't have a spiritual practice, it was really bad, right? I literally said to myself the moment it happened, okay, I am going to commit to going even deeper with my spiritual practices. And I stayed in this state of joy and I didn't focus on the so-called negative parts of it, I focused on what I could do for myself, how I could better myself and focus on all these things. This is one like small example, but I'm just saying, yeah, okay. So I had this experience, right? And I forgot that I even had it. Like I I just thought of it now because we were talking about this because, because I just didn't put so much energy into the negative aspect of it. I didn't, I didn't identify myself as that. Does that make sense? So I just, I went back to that place where I know like no matter what, I've got this joy, this peace, this love within, and I'm going to radiate it however I can. 
Well, here are the practice to get back to the mindset that you know serves you best, right? And into that space, well, everything that you just described. It reminded me last podcast we recorded with Margalit Grunberger, and she was talking about her mother and having been at Auschwitz, right, and, and concentration camp. So what you were, to connect this all up, I'm thinking now of Victor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning. And the idea of being in, in horrible circumstances, but always being free in your mind, right? Because he had a practice, some kind, which is what I hear you saying, Sharice, to have a practice, a consistent practice, something that holds you down that you can turn back to, to bring you back to center, to equilibrium, and to get you in touch. If we go back to the start of this with the energy, right? The oneness touching everything. Yep, exactly. <laughs> always free in our mind. I agree. I agree. We are. And that's exactly what Sharice teaches and helps us to remember, I think, <laughs> you know, it's like helping with that remembering. And I want to bring in the physical part too, because working with Sharice, you're going to get support with body, mind, spirit, soul, relationships, all of it. Like one of the first things she said to me is like, make sure you're spending plenty of time with Neil. And I almost started crying because I was like, we haven't been spending it. How did you know? Like she always knows. And even before she pulls out the tarot card, tarot cards she knows like what's going on but then when she pulls out the tarot cards you really know what's going on and where things are going but it's a relationship everything so this is also about the connection between our body and our spirit and our mind if any of you out there ever have the chance to take a yoga class with Sharice it's quite the experience because you're going to get a workout but you're going to get a soul uplifting spirit uplifting and physically if you want challenging I mean the modifications she's the master of modifications like it's going to be your level no matter what level it is because she's going to tell you all the different things you can do but Sharice is incredibly I'm just going to say it like she's gorgeous like drop dead gorgeous fittest person I think I've ever known like perfect per- you know I, I, I'm sure she would say no no but you know it like she's the only person who could be that way that I wouldn't have an ounce of jealousy for because she's just pure beauty inner outer spiritually like you know so you never feel intimidated by it but there is this piece that Sharice also helps us with and I know you when you were here you were doing CrossFit and all these really challenging workouts so you're like incredibly physically strong and in tune with your body. We've been talking about the mental piece, the emotional piece, but tell us about the practices that are, you know, we can't even begin to aspire to get to your level, right? but, but like, what can we do with yoga, with workouts, with our physical, beautiful temple body that we all have, even with its imperfections, you know, to help with all of this as well? Well, I think that, you know, physical is an important part because you can be in your mind and you can have anything you want at any time, like Todd was talking about. But if you can treat your body truly like a temple, you know, you're going to be able to have access to a a lot of things in this in this lifetime. Right. And so that's part of the reason I put energy into that just as much as I do to everything else, because I I feel like it's a threefold. it It all goes together. Right. And so. I think it's important to set aside time to move every day, you know, to get outside. Todd, you were talking about going outside. Like, I love to do that, too. I love to put my feet in the earth. And, you know, it's like when you're outside, you just feel connected to all the elements, which is, you know, in Ayurveda, you want to connect spirit and nature. That's the whole point. So I think it's important if you know your dosha type too to focus on the things that'll help you the most. With vata types, it's important to do more of like a grounding yoga practice where you're holding the postures a bit longer. Pitta types, you have to be careful because they want to, they really want to be the best in the class usually. You know, they want to be doing the most advanced moves. And so you got to stay cool as a pitta. And I think, Todd, you might have a little pitta in you because you were just talking about how much 
I think he won. All that too, so. <laughs> That's the fire. I, right? find out. I, find out. I don't know. I don't, you're, I'm gonna have to it's get a, with it's you. a good thing. And Kappa is, you know, the water earth element and that, that those people need to move a bit more, you know, because they tend to want to be more grounded just all the time. And so, and that's a good quality, but you need to make sure you balance it with the movement. So for me, I can tell on a day-to-day basis what I need. Is my Vata in check? You know, if my Vata is in check, which is that air energy, then I can go for a bit deeper of a workout. If my Vata is not in check, I'm going to do more of a calming yoga practice for myself, you know? So I kind of check in on the day-to-day basis, but I like to move every single day. And I think it's important to, to do that, you know, just as important it is to take time for meditation or a mindfulness practice or all of the above. Well, that actually segues perfectly into the question I have for you, because Bridget mentioned one thing earlier about what an amazing mother you are. And so you're balancing your practice and your work with being a mother and also being a partner to Adam. And I'm actually curious on the partner part, like, what are some of the things you do, not alone, or maybe there's nothing, but what are the things that you do to feed your relationship in this same way and to connect with that energy? Oh my gosh. Thank you for asking that. I'm, I'm so grateful that I have Adam. He's like the most amazing partner. You guys, I, I literally want someone like Adam for everybody, uh, whatever type of person you want, you know, it's, I want it for you because he's somebody that's like a, like a spiritual bouncing board for me. You know, like we always have each other's back. We may quarrel about this, that, or whatever. We never let it go too long, but we know that at a deeper level, like we love each other unconditionally and we want, we, we are here to grow as spiritual people. And so we always have each other's back in that way. So it just feels so good to have someone so nourishing and, you know, he inspires me on the daily. And so I want to show up and inspire him and, and, um, sorry, Todd. So you asked what I do to like, how do we, <laughs> yeah, like what's something when you to to create that you know because I think I have seen you know you and Adam I've, I've, and and it's fun to see you all on camera as well together like there's just a an energy that it's clear you all are not just loving each other but in love with each other and that's not always something and you just expressed it even very clearly in the way you talked about Adam right like it it oozes out of you and so that's something that anyone who's been in a long relationship knows that requires like we could say work but it requires watering like there's a attending to that garden that is consistent and constant just like our own practices for self so I'm curious if there's some practices between the two of you that you can share that create that deeper connection between the two of you oh yeah and I have to say by the way I'm more in love with him now than I and I ever have It's like, it's truly amazing. And it can happen for anybody. And this is part of what it is. We really understand each other's love language. And I know like a lot of your listeners probably know about the love languages. There are six of them. Right. And so, you know, he knows what I like and I know what he likes. And so we know, we know that we need to be doing those things on a daily basis. And actually one of the things that we do now, Bridget, because of you and the podcast is we give each other that 20 second hug. And I do that with Jacob too. (laughs) Yeah. So we always, you know, we always make time, even if it's just like, you know, if we're having an extremely busy day, like, we'll be like, are you good? We look at each other. Do you need something? Do you need to talk? Like, cause I, I really think that you need to feel like you can fully communicate with your person that just heightens, 
intimacy big time, right? You feel like you can really just connect with this person. And, and that's what we have. We have all those aspects and it's because we have each other's back. We put time in on our own to work on our spiritual growth. Like Adam is meditating every day. I'm meditating every day. Sometimes we meditate together. We meditate as a family. You know, it's like, we know that it's, it's just as important as anything else, if not more important you know, and so we try to instill that in Jacob, but we instill that in each other. So, you know, if there's ever a time where like something's going on, it seems kind of weird. We're like, Hey, have you meditated today? Like what's going on? You know, we go back to that. Okay. I'm going to take some time and deal with this. And I really think it's, you get out what you put in. So if you're putting that energy in on a daily yourself, then you're going to get that back. And that's kind of how we met too. We both had a, like a strong feeling before we met and we both had really been working on ourselves and like to be in a place that we wanted to, you know, not need somebody, but wanted to be in a, like a, a real relationship, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. I hear in there the relationship as well between taking care of self and being able to show up for another as a parent or as a partner, right? We have a lot of leaders listening to it as a leader of an organization, right? Like that caring for self so that you can show up in service and bring your best self to others. And who else would you want to bring it to, but your, you know, your, your kids and your partner, right? So the the very deep relationship between a commitment to your own practices and how that sets you up for success to be able to share a love language, to express a language and love in a language that your partner can receive, even if that's like, you know, as we talk about, I won't get into it, but that's not your initial, the way of doing things, right? That's not your default and you got to work at it. Like those are all really conscious, intentional choices that we make. So I appreciate you for, for your answer there and, and the honesty in it. Cause I, I, and I, it resonates with me deeply. Yeah. I wanted to touch on just briefly on one other area of your life, Sharice, because we're really, you know, we're getting so much from this conversation about you as a Ayurvedic therapist and yoga, yogic therapist and expert, but you have this whole career as an actress. Like I've seen you on TV lots of times, you know, and you've been in all kinds of TV shows that we all have watched. You've been in films, you have been a stand-up comedian at some of the biggest comedy houses, right? Like I would never guess that about you in a million years. And that just shows you my stereotypes, right? All the things we think about Hollywood people being fake and self-serving, right? You are the most generous, kind, giving, real, authentic person, yet you have this whole Hollywood career. So like, how do those jive together? You know, for a long time, I didn't know. I didn't know. I kept them separate. I, I really did. And only over the past few years have I really been like, no, integrating them all together is the way to be, you know? I need to just show up Completely. And being in the moment, obviously, is so important as an actor, because it's all about the responding, you know, it's not about acting, it's about how you're going to respond to this. And so I've always known that, but I think I've now just kind of integrated it all together. And it's amazing just all the opportunities that are showing up because of that. And I've always just loved comedy. My parents, you know, they're, they're hilarious and they're this amazing spiritual duo. And so I, I always, I called it like growing up, like hybrid, you know, like we were very much in it, but not of it, you know, and that's absolutely what I wanted for my relationship and my career too. And so, you know, with Adam, he's also, he was a comedian as well. And so we, we, that level, like we're always laughing. And I think that's such a big, important part of life is to just ease up and just laugh and have fun and watch comedies, you know? And so that's why I love being an actress so much as most of the things, if you look at my IMDb, it's all sitcoms, you know, I 
I love being these kooky characters. And, and for a long time, you know, I haven't done it recently, but I have impersonated Britney Spears and that was so much fun. <laughs> yes. You are amazing. Watch her videos. You got to watch, go to shereesbangs.com and look at her reels of all her funny comedy and all, and her Britney Spears impression is spectacular. I like stumbled on that. And I was like, how is this Sharice? Like she embodied Brittany, like without any question. It's so great. Thank you. I just have fun. I love, you know, I, there's this song that's been out for a long time. You guys have probably heard it like every day's a vacation because I love my occupation. Like I literally feel like that. I've I've created a life where I I don't need a vacation from it. I just, I love what I do all the time and it's, it's great. I mean, we could talk to you forever, but you've definitely given us a, a lot of great insight in answering the question, like, why invest time in spiritual growth? If you're not a, a living, breathing, walking, speaking example of why to do it right here on the podcast, then, you know, the answers, right, and everything that you shared with us, we would hope would, would motivate you to anyone listening to look into it further and and really get the benefits and the value for yourself and for everyone you, you care about. Now, Sharice, you probably know because we, you listen to the podcast that we always ask, we have our last guest ask a question of our future guest. They don't know who it's going to be. So our last guest, Margalit, here's her question for you. Are you ready? You don't know what this is going to be. Here it is. She says, she wants to know what's one thing you can start doing and what's one thing you can stop doing to create what's next in your life. Okay, so one thing you can start doing is you, you, oh, you. I can start. Doing. Yeah, you. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, person. I know the pressure's oh, on, so you have to reflect for a second about your own life. <laughs> if, if you were watching, Sharice had a reaction. They said, "Oh, me, me, right here." I, I, I got it. Yeah. You know what? You. I've been really wanting to do more of is sing. I love to sing. You know, I grew up in a family band, and I play harmonium, which is an Indian instrument. So I am going to start every day playing. Like I usually play a few times a week, but I want to start playing every day. So that's something I'm going to start doing. Thank you for that. And one thing I'm going to stop doing, let's see. You know what though? You know what? Sometimes because I love to help people, I say yes to too much. So I'm going to stop saying yes to everything. How about that? <laughs> I support you in that because I don't know how you do it. You say you said yes to me for everything I've ever asked you and everyone I know who knows you who's ever asked you to do anything. You did all those workshops with Kalika and everything. You're out there doing everything. So I support you in that, Sharice. You, 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 energy is finite, even though yours is super high. <laughs> so I, I love that. Those are great answers. Yes. <laughs> and now what's a question we can ask our next guest on behalf of you. Okay. I, I love this question. And I ask it to a lot of people like, what's your theme song? What song do you have oh, in your mind? And has it changed? Like, have you had different theme songs throughout your life? <laughs> yes. The answer is yes. So I'm, I'm answering oh, now. That yes, is the so good. Is yes. That's I making think. me think like, Ooh, I may, would I pick this song or this song? That is so good. I love that question. That's, that might even be a good my background, question, Todd. That is difficult for me to even, I'm like trying to think of it. And it changes over time. It changes based on mood. It changes based on the crowd I'm walking into. Like who, who are we with? What time of day is it? Is it a morning? Like, is, is it going to be like uh, the the cordettes? Like, am I? Do- yeah, there's so much. Oh, it's just. Me- it's- I'm big well, on music. Take a week to think uh, about music. that, Todd. I'm going to ask you again in a week, Todd, and see if you've come up with an answer. That's a great, great question. I love it. 
I just want to thank Sharice so much. I, I am blessed and lucky to have Sharice be one of my dearest friends and greatest advisors and really mentors in my life who's, you know, if you think anything about my life is, is good, you know, in some part of it, it's connected to practices that Sharice has helped me develop in support of that, whether it's my physical health, my emotional health, my mental, my spiritual growth, all of it. And go to ShariceBangs.com book a session with Sharice or look for her, her workshops out there, um, a yoga class, you know, she's out there, find her on social media, follow her for sure. And Adam as well, they do lots of things together. And you'll hear more about Adam because we're going to get to have him on our podcast at some point. I hope, I hope, we hope. Yeah, so look definitely, for that. Definitely. Um, yeah. And just thank you. Thank you, Sharice. You know, I just love you so much. So I, I thank you so much for being here with us. That's all I, that's all I can say. Thank you, Todd. It was so nice to connect with you more today, too. Same. same. Yeah. Yeah, Bridget, I love you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Love you. (laughs) Yeah, Sharice, there was a lot of insight and a lot of value in the things that you've shared here today. And it's really just the start. For some people, it might just be the start of like delving and looking deeper into an array of practices, right? And exercises that are available. And as Bridget said, I, you know, highly encourage all of you to follow Sharice, if, if not just to get all of the energy that she puts out, right? On social media, instead of to get that, that burst of, of what I call, I don't know if it's joy, but happiness, like there's, there's a lot of light shining out of, out of you, Sharice. And, and the world obviously needs so much of that. So we appreciate you for taking time with us here and for exuding all of that and being an example of that for us you know always we deep gratitude to you for that thank you so much (laughs) yeah yeah as i always say until next time be good people and make good choices bye-bye Hey, thanks for listening to the Right Questions podcast. We hope this episode sparked something that fuels your own inquiry and transformation. If you like what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast app. If you want to learn more about the work we do and how it can benefit you, check out our website, SampsonCoachingAndConsulting.com. And connect with me on Instagram at the Bridget Sampson. And you can find me at Todd Parker Official. We'll catch you next week. Until then, dare to ask the right questions. <laughs>